Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. If you're a new listener, welcome aboard. The whole premise of my podcast from day one was to talk about my dating episodes, my dating challenges here in the greater Seattle area. Sadly, these days, I'm at ground zero for the coronavirus issue. My town and area has turned into a ghost town. Hopefully, wherever you're living, whatever town you're at, you're safe. That your your city isn't in the middle of the chaos that we have experienced here and continue to experience. Our city's gone into lockdown mode for the most part. Me, I'm still working. I'm still pushing the rock forward. I will share with you that many people on the dating apps. I'm back on Match.com, eHarmony, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, still trying to meet people. And rightfully so, people have just disappeared on those dating sites too. They're not interacting with anyone. Normally I get all kinds of views. I don't get any communication, never have for whatever reason. But people are fearful, uh, as they should. Uh, I'm somewhat cautious. I ask you, my listeners, to be cautious but don't be fearful. Let's get the real facts. Protect yourself. Make sure you have the social distance, right? They say within six feet of one another so that we don't spread any uh, potential virus that we may have within ourselves because a lot of us may have it and it won't affect us at all. And so how do we navigate through this with regards to trying to meet somebody over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine? How do we, if we're dating someone now, how do you mitigate that in terms of going on dates, kissing, having sex? I don't know. I don't have those challenges because I really don't have anyone really to, uh, to date at the moment. I will bring you up to speed a little bit. This is some of the things I do to test people a little bit. I went on a, a few dates with this younger woman who was 30, who's a pharmacist. I may have shared with you uh, listeners in a previous podcast. And what I've kind of done is just held back on the text because I'd text her and then wouldn't hear from her for a day or two. And I thought, well, I'm not going to do that. You know, I send her something. She doesn't get back to me in a couple of days. And I think proper etiquette is to at least get back to somebody within, I don't know, 12 to 24 hours, especially if you're interested in them. You want to push the rock forward and keep them engaged and interested. So she sent me a text earlier in the week about how she's nervous. All she thinks about is the coronavirus. So I texted her back and said, you know, don't be fearful, just be cautious. And, uh, then she sent me back one saying, "Hey, yeah, I just think about it a lot. I'm not, I'm not fearful." So that that was great. We've been on like three dates now, and we haven't been intimate, haven't held hands or nothing. You know, overall, I think we can all agree that men pursue women in hopes that will will develop into something more, including being intimate and having sex with that person. How many dates do you wait? Do you go back to that old book that they wrote several years ago about he's just not into you and you wait 90 days before you get intimate so that when you have sex, it doesn't cloud your decision-making process of whether you should continue to date them or not. But even with that said, the interaction between her and I have just been so lacking. So I got bold, which I tend to do, and I sent her a text, said, hey, you know, if you want to have a relaxing time, come over to my place, I'll make you dinner with a glass of wine, watch a movie or two on Netflix, and then I'll make you breakfast in the morning. Of course, I haven't heard boo from her on that at all. And I think what's going to happen, she's just going to disappear because for whatever reason, I think she's seeing other guys or she might be looking for something platonic. I don't know. She said when we first met, open line of communication, which is my 
whole thing is let's have an open line of communication. And she wants to give me her open line of communication, and I'm always willing to listen. Yet, when I sit there and try to discuss things, she brushes them off and really doesn't want to hear my part of the open line of communication. Now, I did meet with somebody else last week that uh, I responded to an ad that they had on one of the dating sites I'm on. Met with them, and they're starting to tell me their situation. They're currently living in a house where her living boyfriend has found another girlfriend and the girlfriend's now living in the same house and so she's no longer part of the picture but she has to live there because she can't afford to move. Then to come to find out she is an alcoholic going to AA meetings. Her ex-boyfriend now is an alcoholic too and then she's got a son that lives with him and he's an alcoholic as well. Of course, she's rattling this stuff off, and I'm thinking, yeah, no, I'm not interested in all this. But we sat and talked for an hour and a half. And then I left. I told her straight up front, look, I really feel for you and your situation, your living situation, your uh, dependence upon alcohol. I encourage you to stay in that fast track of, of getting uh, healthy again. And I told her that her situation just wasn't going to work for me. So night I get an email from her and thanking me for meeting her and also thanking me for being such a great listener. And I'm told that on a, on, on a continual basis. Wow, I really appreciate you just sitting and listening. And, you know, I know us guys, we typically, we typically want to hear the situation and find a solution. We want to fix it. And... Not everybody wants to get it fixed immediately. They just want somebody they know they can talk to and share their problems, and then they'll ask for their input. And I've gotten far better at that over the years than I had when I was in my 30s or 40s. As I've gotten older, it's like, okay, let me hear what the situation, what the challenges are. If you want to share, I'm more than happy to listen. I give you my input. Uh, whether you take it or not, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That kind of went away, and then we really had the big push in the coronavirus. And so I even found myself sometimes just sitting home, but what am I going to do? Boy, I'm self-quarantined already. I'm not dating anyone. I'm sitting at home, and I'm bored to death. I work all day in my own office. Closed down my office for two weeks. No staff. Nobody's around. Around this, uh, several of our restaurants have closed their doors for the next 60, 90 days. Now I see that the ski areas have closed. I can't even go skiing, which I like to do. And I typically ski by myself. There's never anyone within six feet of me. So not sure what to do other than what I'm doing, which is getting them going to work every day and trying to get things still pushing forward. With that uh, said, too, is a friend of mine follows me here on the dating podcast. And he's giving me advice and things. And he's the one that made the comment about me uh, repelling women. But recently, he just sent me a, uh, a video that he had saw that he thought I should be looking at. I had to chuckle because one of the videos, and I would encourage you to go to look this up if you happen to be self-quarantined or you're at home because they shut down all the schools. I mean, that's what they've done here in Seattle. All the schools are closed for the next six weeks, and that's grade school, junior high, high school, and colleges. So parents are now stuck with their kids for the next six weeks at home. So anyway, one of the videos you sent me was this thing called The Longest Dating Requirements List Ever by Steve Harvey, where he interviewed a lady that had must a hundred items of what were her 
must items of meeting and dating someone. And it's quite comical because I, we talked about before where we all have our list, but boy, if we're going to be as rigid as this lady is, she'll be single forever. We'll all be single forever. So, I mean, if they can have, if, we, if they can meet some of our criteria and we can bend and mold on some of the others, then we'll be far ahead. But Google this. It's called The Longest Dating Requirements List. It's by Steve Harvey. He also sent me another video by, uh, she's done several podcasts. I'm going to promote her. I would suggest maybe even listen to her podcast. And it's uh, Lauren Chen. And that's L-A-U-R-E-N. C-H-E-N. She's got one podcast on there. It says, I dated girls and now I understand men. And she talks about how women would just go out and date men just to get a free meal. And that may be the case with that younger lady I dated over in Seattle that's gone dark on me is maybe that's all she wanted, someone to take her out and just she used me to, to just go out. This lady, Lauren Chad, is I guess apparently now married to same-sex partner, but she would go out with these women, felt like she was being used because they just wanted to go out for, for dinner and nothing more. And she understood where men were coming from, her men friends, saying this is how they feel. And she's also got another podcast on there called The Truth About Aging and Dating. Uh, I thought that was an interesting dynamic on podcasting, the subject matter. But I would uh, I would encourage each and every one of you to, to listen to her podcast. I think she's got some good input. She's pretty straightforward. Uh, she's a younger lady, but she's got some good input. And she's got lots of, lots of experience, it sounds like, in some of the challenges that we all face with regards to dating. Now, I don't have anything fun or funny really to share. I thought those podcasts and the thing with Steve Harvey was pretty funny. Uh, I had to laugh. Out of the clear blue, I got a text from an ex-girlfriend a couple of days ago. And we dated for a while, about a year, year and a half ago. And then she just up and took off to Oregon. Didn't even tell me she was going to Oregon. It just kind of left me like, what the heck? I couldn't understand why I was upset. And I said, well, why didn't you communicate with me that you were going to leave Oregon. Empower me to make the decision whether I want to date someone in Oregon or were you running away from me or were you running to someone? So we've been texting the last few days. She wants to get together here the next week. You know, I don't know. She says she hasn't been with anyone during this whole time frame. Maybe she has, maybe she hasn't. If she has, good for her. I'm not going to hold that against her. Heck, I've been out trying to date people this whole time because I figure she's up and gone. But this time, I'm going to be very cautious because I was kind of folding into dating her and being with her, but she had some huge challenges that I was having a hard time overcoming last time, and maybe that's why she felt she needed to, to get out of here. She says she's more centered. She understands what... I, what my role was in our relationship, that better understands that I was trying to treat her the way she'd hoped to be treated, but it was such a foreign concept to have someone listen to her, respect her as a woman, nice to her, that it was just weird because the past relationships that she's had where people were very emotionally, physically abusive towards her. And she didn't want that kind of dynamic. And yet here I was being just the opposite. And she just thought once she... She wasn't ready for that, too. She didn't think she was entitled to have a relationship like that. And it was so foreign to her, it wasn't what she was comfortable with, is what she, what she and I have been chatting about. Because I immediately went out and said, hey, so why did you just help him disappear? When you did that, 
it actually made me angry. It's like, why didn't you communicate with me? You were having challenges with this relationship. We could have talked it out and figured out what I could have done better or different to make you feel safe and secure. And she said, just by me saying that now would have wigged her out even more because no one has ever asked her what she really wanted and what they could do to help her feel safe and secure. We all have these challenges. You know, I always tell people if we talk to our friends the way we talk to ourselves, we wouldn't have too many friends, right? And we're all guilty of that. But if we're really serious about finding someone, dating someone, I think we have to start with an open line of communication and let the chips fall where they may. If you're stuck at home, I would strongly encourage you to watch Love is Blind. Uh, what an interesting human experiment. Things about open line of communication, about some things that weren't said, that should have been said, should have been revealed, that weren't revealed, how they came up and sn snake bit somebody in the show. I could totally see how they would feel angry over some of the things that were said or done. And it's, to me, I like the show because there's lessons to be learned from that interaction to see how things play out. How cool would it be to actually get past the swiping left and swiping right and be able to really connect with somebody? And then, you know, the universe will line us up with someone that probably end up, we'll end up finding very attractive. Others may not, but it doesn't matter. It's about what we find attractive. Only we'll find them attractive from the inside out. I think we can all agree we know many, many, many couples. But when we first look at them, we say, yeah, no way. Look at that couple. Uh-uh-uh. But yet to come to find out, they've got the relationship that we're all looking for. So anyway, have a great week. I will podcast again next week. I don't know how much more this is going to delay dating or not and that's okay if it does we all have to be safe and secure they're now talking about us having to hunker down even more which means that maybe i just need to just stay home and work on whatever little projects i can find around the house my problem is as soon as something comes up and needs to be fixed i fix it and I fix it immediately. I'm very good at fixing things so that I don't have to deal with it later and say, oh my gosh, why didn't I fix that three months ago? So, and my home is always spotless. I clean it before I go anywhere so that when I come home at night, I come back from a trip, I don't say, oh, I gotta do all this laundry. I gotta fix all this here. I gotta clean this. One of the things I've been doing with the encouragement of one of my friends is Every day when I leave in the morning, I open up windows in the house and let the house breathe, cleanse itself through the breeze that goes through the home uh, so that it doesn't stay bottled up. And I've been very adamant about uh, cleaning things down and doing laundry on a, on a weekly basis for sure. Sometimes I'd let my towels go for a couple of weeks before, but now I'm washing them on a more regular basis. I mainly use the towels once or twice, put them aside to be washed so that I can protect my environment best I can while uh, washing my hands like crazy. Oh my gosh, I, I now have the corona hands. I'm not used to having to put lotion on my hands, but now my hands are so chafed and so dried out. I gotta go buy some lotion today because I've got the corona hands. Like, hands are all scaly. When I saw them earlier in the week, I'm like, what's going on with my hands? Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm doing what they say. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. So I do that everywhere now. And I've got my, my handy wipes too. And you do the same. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Like always, if you have any comments, 
suggestions, criticisms, you're welcome to email me at datingfunnies, F-U-N-N-I-E-S, at gmail.com. When you do send me something, just pause for a second and do know that this is my journey and I'm just sharing you my journey. It's not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm trying to be better, but it's my journey, not trying to pigeonhole younger people versus older people, white, black, Asian. No, I think we all kind of are dealing with the same stuff. And certainly I'm always open to tips and suggestions. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit more complex than I've really shared on this platform. Uh, but at the same time, I'm very open-minded to the possibilities. So uh, I love the input suggestions. Even though you may have them, uh, do know that more than likely I've, I've looked at it at one point, but I'm willing to w look at them again. So don't be shy. If you've got a story you want to share, Paul, please share it. Give me permission to do so. I won't use your name. I'll just and I'll only talk about the story that you share, and I'll just say one of my listeners has got this story, and maybe the rest of you have done this before. So please do that. Be safe, cautious. Please don't be fearful. This is Dating Funnies.